0: good morning welcome back to the right mentality on today's episode we have a very special guest jody sperling today we are going to be discussing jump in on today's episode of the right mentality jody please introduce yourself nice to have you on the
1: show today Hey, thanks Antonio. And apologize if there's any kind of delay, I'm getting just a little bit of buffering on my side. So if it seems like I'm taking a second to answer, I, I do apologize. Um, I am out of my own now. I've been a, a insurance salesman, all kinds of different things. And most recently a real estate investor. And then I, I decided it was time to stop playing around and chase my dreams. So, uh, I quit my job and I'm going to live on my real estate and see if I can make a run at building a a platform to share my um, artistic adventures with the the people out there who, who can connect.
0: Sounds good, man. Sounds good. So on today's episode, you know, topic, jump in. Now, when I think about jumping in, you know, it's as far as looking in the mental health field and what we stand behind as far as jumping in. Now, when I say jump in, I want to dive into something, you know, I never did before, something that intrigues me, something that, you know, I'm scared of. And to me, I feel like in today's society, even, you know, not even just society, but in the world, a lot of people aren't willing to jump in and do the things that they are either scared to do or something that they feel, you know, could be holding them back. So tell me a little bit about uh, jumping in for you.
1: Yeah. There's so many places I could go with that. Um, I mean, where I'm at right now is most applicable to that. Cause that's the most I've ever jumped into anything before. Um, and maybe my wife would tell you a little bit differently, but, uh, leaving, leaving a good paying job with insurance and doing all that kind of stuff to try to see, you know, if I take this bet on myself, am I actually hard enough working? Do I really have a, a good enough message? Are there yeah enough people who need to hear what I have to say, you know, that it's, it's going to be able to create a living for me because I'd love to do this for free, but I need to make a living. So (laughs) absolutely, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrifying. I I don't, I don't have a super long leash, but um, I'm making uh, every go of it that I possibly can. Absolutely, man.
0: That's how I feel. So when it like, I think about it, like, you know, even just starting this podcast and this is like doing it and I'm like, man, I don't know the equipment to buy. I don't know how to, you know, come up with the topics. I like I'm motivational and everything, but how can you come up with a topic Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, you know, and at first when I started it, um, I had promised everybody Monday through Friday. And one of my friends was like, "Whoa, man, that's a, you know, that's a lot <laughs> of work right there, you know." Um, so it's it's not that you can't do it, but I was like, fuck it, let's just do this, you know? Because yeah. if if you're always scared to do something, you'll never do it. So I had to just dive in and was like, hey, let's hop into it. So yeah. for you, when you said, you know, it, it, you never saw yourself doing this, like as a kid, what, what did you envision yourself doing as a kid? Because, you know, we always firefighter yeah. or cops, something like that, you know? What did you see yeah. yourself doing as a kid? That
1: was... Uh, it, it, It's exactly like that. And the problem was, is that I believed it about myself for a really long time. So I was one of those kids who kind of didn't get with the program. I thought I was going to be first a major league baseball player until I realized I was afraid of the baseball. Uh, And then I thought I was going to play in the NBA until I realized that I I could (laughs) not, I could not like block out or get rebounds. And I I think I maybe made like seven points in my high school career. So, it's weird. I just, I just had this self-belief that I was supposed to do something really big. Big and really, really important, and uh, that's informed too much of my life, probably.
0: Man, listen, let me tell you. So me, I would say, as a kid, I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm a, I'm gonna be a firefighter." I see those guys running and build, and crazy or not, I actually did become a firefighter. So I was just nice. at home one day. Yeah, I was, I was at home one day, and still in high school. My mom was like. Tony, I can see you doing that. I can see you running into those buildings, fighting fires and stuff. I say, you know what? <laughs> Why not? I jumped in because yeah. as a kid, I felt like, you know, growing up in the places that I grew up, I, could, I grew up in the hood, you know, and in that environment, it, it to me, it showed me where I didn't want to end up in life. It showed me a different perspective of what not to accept. So mm-hmm. when my mom told me that, that was actually my jumpstart into being who I am today. So being a firefighter and jumping in, I was, dude, I was scared. Like, believe me, I, I was so that scared. You run
1: into an actual burning building.
0: Yeah. Um, doing that, I did it for about six years. So oh, I ran into three fires. Wow. Um, but the adrenaline rush is what carries you through. So they call it, at that time, they called it tunnel vision as a firefighter and looking at it it's like okay uh but you like just looking straight ahead you don't see anything but the fire and you ready to just dive in anyway so yeah yeah, man i had to jump in and like i said when you come from that type of background i mean any background that just makes you feel like i i I just i can't see my life like this you want to do something different you do it
1: you know, I, I wonder too, because I, I relate to everything you're saying. I come from a, a much less frightening background than than you did. Um, and and still, I think I can relate to what you're saying, because I was looking at my life through the lens of, is this really all there is? I go into an office and, and sell insurance and then come home and... Gosh, man, it would like, it felt like it was killing me. And some people say, hey, just, you know, pull up your bootstraps and, and get it yeah. done. Yeah. I don't want to be 65 and say my legacy was selling insurance. Yes. And that's the that same thing. I got to get out of this. I got to escape this because this is mm-hmm. a kind of a prison.
0: Dude, and that's, a, that, that's one thing. So I'll tell you like this um, I've, <laughs> I've had a multiple of jobs. So, but each job has taught me something. So mm-hmm. I was a correctional officer. I hate it that job not only did i hate it because it it, it was long shifts long hours or whatever but i hated it because it kept you stagnant a lot of people i would go in man you making good money i mean you make good money but you got to think about every day you go to work you're constantly looking over your shoulder You're worrying Mm -hmm. about, is somebody going to stab me today? Is somebody going to jump me today? You know, am I going to lose my life? Am I going back home to my family? So just doing that and seeing how many people just became so comfortable in that one spot, saying, this is enough money. I'm good being here. Let me just settle with my life being here. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I teach people. I tell my clients, my kids, clients, all that stuff like that. Never settle for anything yeah. in life. If you feel you're destined to do something greater or do something more, please go do that. Don't ever get stuck in a place. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, you know, pause, take a break for a minute, but you need to make sure that you get back up and say, okay, I know I want to be president of the United States, but I'm yeah. I'm here right now. <laughs> but I know one day I want to do that. You have to, you got to put it in your mind. And if you don't, you'll never achieve it
1: yeah and that's, that's yeah, one absolutely. thing. yeah and there are there are some things in life that we can't do unfortunately, I mean whether it's our background or just uh you know I can never be a jockey, no matter how much I want to do it at six foot five uh, <laughs> I don't get the body, <laughs> but uh, yeah. th- there's so much we can do, and I think that we limit ourselves by by the fear of of doing something uncomfortable, unfamiliar. I was wondering as you were talking about being a correctional officer. If part of that for you was maybe that it mirrored the kind of environment that you grew up in. And so even though it was good money, there's a little bit of chaos. There's a little bit of fear. There's a little bit oh, of uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. So that's almost like comfortable in a weird way, even though it's a terrifying environment for, for almost everyone.
0: Absolutely, man. Um, and that's like, I did it for me. I did it just as a, you know, a, a next level and uh, becoming a person that I am. So working towards, you know, doing what I thought I wanted to do, because like I said, I've always been yeah. positive and everything, but just going in there and seeing, you never know what a job is like until you actually get into that job. Yeah. People that work there will say, oh yeah, it's this, Is this, Is this, but until you actually get in there and actually see, you'll, yeah. you'll understand. So just, you know, telling myself, because I'll, I'll tell you like this, my family uh, I'm the first person in my family to ever go to college. I'm the second person to ever graduate high school. That motivated me. It motivated me so much because I said, it's more, it's more for me to do out here. It's Mm -hmm. more out here that I know I can do that my family didn't do. So let me, let me show them. You can do everything that I'm doing. If you put your mind to it.
1: Yeah. Now, is it for you? And I know so oh, this is, the, you're talking to me too, but I'm just curious, as far as that goes with your family, does any of your family resent your success or do you feel like it's just love and support?
0: <sighs> that's, a, that's a tough pill to swallow, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, in, that, in that sense, you would say, you, you, you will hope everybody is supportive and loving yeah. and, you know, hey man, I'm so proud of you and this, that, and the third. But at the same time, it's always somebody that's like, i don't care i can you do that too. Yeah, yeah exactly like he had like he better than us no it's not that i mm-hmm. learned this from a friend a long time ago because i was thinking like do they think i'm better than them mm-hmm. my friend was like no it's not that you're better than them you're just doing better than them i made different choices yeah. i made different decisions to say listen man um this 2022, I want to travel 10 times this year. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But yeah. for your, your family, your friends, and your loved ones, you're like, okay, he's doing it. I, I mean, I could do it too, but I got all this other stuff I got to do first, maybe next year,
1: right. you know? Like, yeah. And you just keep kicking the can down the road forever.
0: I'm telling you, man. And it's, that's, that's what I want people to understand. So, you know, when I get my messages out on my podcast, telling people, motivating them, my thing is do what you've never done before. Like me, I, I've never learned how to swim. Yeah. My dad, my dad knows how to swim. And I asked him, I said, Hey man, why are you, ain't never you know how to swim why ain't you never teach me I mean, yeah I, I thought you i thought you knew already come on <laughs> I'm like, where did i <laughs> exactly yeah i'm like no man i don't know how to swim so i'm just like all right listen this year let me jump in you know let me jump in let me let me figure this thing yep. out because what that's what they do in the uh in the, in the Navy, they throw you in the water. You're either going to mm-hmm. sink or swim. You yeah. sink, we'll pull you out. And we're going to try again tomorrow. Yeah. And that's what I feel like that's what a lot of people need to do. So saying that to say, do you feel like in, in this crazy life today, have you ever sank before you swam?
1: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, so many, so, so many times. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Yes. So when, when I was young though, it was, it was worst. I mean, I don't know. I mean, part of me wants to, wants wants to go back there. I I was a, I was a a troubled kid. Like I just ran into every wall you could and, you know, tested every boundary that I possibly could. Um, And so I I have a criminal background and all kinds of stuff. And there was a whole lot of sinking and there's stuff that's still following me. I still am pulling bricks behind me. If I'm sticking with the swimming metaphor, because, you know, stupid stuff that I did in my life, Um, but it has created a resilience in me to teach my kids to do better, to do, yeah. do better myself, to question my impulses. And I think that's the big thing. When, when you sink, when I sink in my life and I still am prone to sometimes, but it's always because you're not questioning the thoughts going through your head. You've got these thoughts oh, in your yeah. head and you just assume it's all true, man. And it's like, yeah. it's attacking you and who mm-hmm. you are and your worth. And then <laughs> you just lash out to try to fix that because it feels so hopeless. Absolutely, man. And
0: I, I believe me, dude, I can agree with you. So for me, the crazy, that's a crazy thing. So growing up in the hood, I never got involved in things in the hood. So growing up, hmm. hood, get you know, whatever, you know, people want to call it. Um, yeah. But just to me and my mom, my thought process was I can go out here. I can hang out with the guys in the streets do this, Mm -hmm. that, whatever. I had the opportunity. But in the back of my mind, I was like, let me get my ass whooped when I get home. Let me stay in the (laughs) house. So I I had that mentality of, I'd rather just stay in here and chill so I won't get a whooping Mm -hmm. instead of going out there hanging out. So it's not to say that I didn't get in trouble. It's just like, you know, when you say, you know, you got in trouble and backgrounds and all that stuff, people look at me today. I'll tell you like this. I had a. I walked into a corner store one day, get a little snack. there was a guy in there, and he just looked at me. He said, "Hey man, where you where you do your time at?" I said, "What do you What do you oh, mean?" Geez. Yeah, I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Look, at, you know you you swole like we you, we you do your time at." <laughs> uh, I said, "Brother," I said, "I ain't never been locked up ever." I said, uh, "The thing is," I said. I've been working out since I was 12 years old. Yeah. Never stopped. So for you to sit here and say where I do my time at, I said, what? And also what made, like, just because I'm swole, he said, mm-hmm. no lie, you black. I said, wow. I said, okay. Yeah. I said, no. I said, uh, respectfully, never been locked up before. Yeah, And it's it's like, is that how society, like, really sees us as mm. you did this, now you're in trouble, now can we actually jump in and achieve our goals? So, like, yeah. for you, how how has that, you know, hindered you as far as, you know, the background and all that stuff like that to actually pursue and do what you're doing right now?
1: Yeah. A couple of things, man. I, I do want to touch on um, one thing because you told a story very similar to a, a, a I don't know if I'm going to call it a regret. I was raised in an environment where I wasn't exposed to the black community very much. Um, and okay. not my first job, I was 15 years old. I was working um, at a same goody, CD store. And uh, there was a guy who came up, he was a, a black guy. He was tall and he had big hands, like bigger than hands should be. You know, it was just one of the things he had. And I saw this. <laughs> okay. and <movie>. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this dude plays basketball and I play basketball. And in my mind, there was nothing racist, nothing, anything about what I was saying. And I just, mm-hmm. I was like, Hey man, where do you play basketball? Same kind of setup, yeah. but it's this assumption. And I can't say now that it wasn't based on a skin color thing. So I don't, I don't want to dwell there cause I don't have any right to speak about it. But mm-hmm. what I know in reflecting on that in my history is that I wasn't taught anything about race at all. And I wasn't exposed yeah. to it. And it's, yeah. that's a sad situation. I, I want to fix that. But yeah. um, I think the the broader way that I want to answer your question comes from the same place is I didn't have tools and access to a better way to do life. Okay. Um, and so being surrounded by people who had maybe some, some better thoughts and some more interesting compelling ways to to live that's kind of how i got out it wasn't by myself it was a collaboration there were people who took interest in me for one reason or another i collected Mm -hmm. champions along the way and those people said jody you're meant for more this is not who you're supposed to be and that's been a a huge part of my life is support that i probably didn't even deserve
0: hey man that is awesome man i you know i congratulate you brother because it's it's just a a mind-blowing thing to you know, pick yourself up from where you are in life and take yourself where you wanna be. So, you know, like I said, that just goes back to just jumping in. And I have a friend that he has a, a whole, you know, criminal background and everything like that. And today he is like one of my best friends, very supportive. Uh, we we used to run ambulances together and all that stuff, man. And like, he told me his story and he was just like and he's older than me and he was like brother like I just condole you for doing the achievement that you've done in life like at your age I wasn't doing what you were doing I was in the streets I was running this that and the third I had no mindset that you have like where did you get it from and like I said to me I just I wanted something different I wanted to be something different. Yeah. I wanted to do something different. So to me, it's like, think about how mental health plays into every aspect of life because mental health is a, yeah. it is a very huge field and it's growing so fast. So how does mental health play a factor in your life? That's a,
1: that's where I, found a lot of the people that, that helped me to get out of the patterns that I was in when I was younger. And um, I had counselors who were very supportive. Um, some who were a little bit unique and out there. I did have one counselor at one point who was like, you know, he was, he was awesome. And he taught me a different way to see life. He's like, at one point in your life, you're going to have to try LSD. Cause that changes everything. And I was like, wait a second, <laughs> this doesn't feel like, he's like, it'll just open up your mind, new, new yeah. possibilities. And I was like, I just need to figure out these <laughs> possibilities. I remember that guy, wherever yeah. you are, Brandon. great guy. Um, <laughs> but I've had so many amazing support systems. Yeah. And I will say as much as I have kind of a conflicted relationship with the church, actually, there was a period in my life when I was going to church, a program called celebrate recovery. Mm-hmm. There were some men and women there who had been to the bottom of the barrel with alcohol and sex addiction and things that are just really destructive and, uh, having that support system. That's, that's major. What you're doing is really compelling because you're, you're counseling people in times of need and you know better than I could ever express myself, how important it is to have somebody that you can just share with and tell Mm -hmm. your truth to, um, and somebody strong that can reflect back to you when you're, when you're thinking is positive, when your mental health is positive and when you're getting sick. in your your mind you know absolutely
0: and that's so for this this type of profession man just honestly to be an african-american man in the mental health field i think is very ambitious and to know it's everybody needs a therapist i'm just gonna i'm gonna say it everybody needs a therapist even therapists need therapists uh so it's yeah. like man just just working and my thing is doing this I tend to say don't bring your work home with you but there are days you will there are days you'll try to get it out your head but you can't so for me when I when I jumped into this profession I was told are you re-? like I had a professor that said hey man everybody I want y'all to know you're about to take on a lot of problems and they will not be your own Mm. are you ready Mm. oh yeah man let's do this we we ready let's let's (laughs) hop in like yeah if I would have known this two years ago (laughs) but I am so Mm. happy that I am doing this and to get out here and help you know my focuses mainly towards children but at the same time mm-hmm. I have no issue talking to adults because like I said we all need help anybody that wants a, a ear I'm here you know it's wait a minute that was some yeah. rhymes that was some rhymes let me stop let me <laughs> stop <laughs> but yeah man so hey it's uh it's about you know hopping in doing what we need to do getting things done and you know first and foremost I want to appreciate you for coming on today the right mentality you know to everybody where they can find you at man
1: okay so i uh most recently did start a podcast called create collaborate it's spelled kind of strangely don't know why i did that in retrospect but it's c-r-e and then the letter or excuse me the number eight c-r-e the number eight and then collaborate instead of a-t-e it's an eight at the end of that one as well um you can look that up i think no matter how you type it you find it if you go online and i'm on any of the the podcast directories where you're already listening so that's kind of the main area right now you can find me on facebook or uh instagram at create collaborate as well
0: all right all right hey man i really do appreciate you for coming on today speaking with me telling me yeah a little about you personals personals going back Listen, and forth you touch
1: me I, I oh absolutely absolutely <laughs>
0: yeah. So all right good people remember check them out Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, the right mentality on Anchor.